sorry. I've noticed every single time I start a podcast, I sing, which for me is absolutely no surprise whatsoever. Um, I just noticed a little trend, and I thought that was kind of funny. I should compile all the cold openings, because um, I never know how to start. But anyways, hey, good afternoon. Right now, for me, it's like 4.30-ish. Um, don't know what time it is where you are, but hope you're having a day. Um, I am currently an hour outside of Penn State. I'm driving to my alma mater for this big arts festival they have every year. Um, and I thought it'd be a fun time to talk about like advice that I wish I knew before going to college. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking. Um, cause I don't know. I like, I've always wanted to do a video like this and I never really knew a good time to do it because A, I was in college and B, like what, what, like I never knew what, like someone was like, what's advice to your younger self? And I did do a podcast on that. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Sorry, I'm drinking water so I don't pass out. Um, but I never really knew the right words of what I wanted to say. So I came down to like this little list that I have that top of my brain. Obviously, I'm not this all-knowing sage. I literally just graduated a couple months ago. But helpful things that will give you a little leg up. Um, so here I go. Anywho, the first little tidbit that for my... Uh, newbies, my new freshmen, or honestly anybody, but mostly freshmen of any sort going to college right now. I love like the, I know everyone kind of talks about this, but I love the open door policy of like, so you're going to get a dorm room, obviously, or maybe you'll walk out in a suite or whatever. But I love the idea of like keeping your door open and it sounds stupid. And you're kind of like, obviously don't leave it open like at night. Don't be stupid. <laughs> but like leave the door open during the day especially if you're like if you're in a, a floor where you can I don't know why your floor like you wouldn't be able to see the other doors but my freshman year dorm well the doors are really close to each other so everyone kind of propped their door open when they were like the first week and they were kind of like when the roommates were home and everyone was just kind of like hanging out or, like moving stuff in I met a lot of my friends literally by knocking on the door and introducing myself or just like walking into a room being like hey I'm your neighbor like where'd you get those bed risers or where'd you get that vacuum like just like ask like dumb questions it it gets you through the door literally like it sounds stupid it feels stupid for a little bit but everyone wants friends everyone's trying to make friends so I promise you no one's gonna unless they're absolutely awful I don't think anyone in their right mind is gonna be like ew a neighbor get out like no everyone's gonna be friendly everyone's gonna want to say hi at least I mean like unless they're so mean but I that's never I've never experienced anything like that so keep your door open at least for like the first like few days like if you're not comfortable with it obviously be safe like don't leave it open at night lock that door but like just leave it open or be willing to open it when people knock on the door okay that's the first piece of advice second piece of advice it sort of ties into like making friends my roommate and one of my besties Maddie roommate of two years Um, she's a really good example of this. It's like the go for the vibes mentality. So like Maddie is the type of person that like literally any, any time you're like doing a menial task, I could be like, Maddie, you want to go with me to the grocery store? You want to go with me to get gas or like, you know, go to target. She'll be like, yeah, I'll go for the vibes. Like whatever. I'll go. Like, yeah, whatever. I'll go. I don't know why that's like so admirable. It's such a good quality to have. Cause I know sometimes I'm always like lazy. I'm like, I don't want to go. Like I'm tired like whatever she's always down to go somewhere obviously once again be safe don't be stupid don't go to strangers places 
don't get any fans or whatever. But like, especially when you're in the stage of trying to make friends with people, the go for the vibes mentality is great. If these girls ask you, I don't know, like if you're like bored and you have nothing to do and these girls that you don't know are asking you to like go play tennis or like go like I don't know I'm trying to think of things people do <laughs> like go get ice cream or something like even if you don't know them and you're like tired and like opposite the first transition to college the first honestly like couple weeks will be pretty rough like mentally and physically it's just like you're tired which is fine you'll, you'll be fine um just go just go for the vibes even if you're never gonna speak to them again even if you like I don't know if you're tired that day or you're in a funk like just go as an excuse to do something it could be lead to your best friends it could lead to a friend in your major it could lead to a literal business connection in the future I don't know it can lead to something and I think better times than not it, it'll lead to something good especially if you're just starting out college so just go with the vibes it feels stupid once again but I promise like even if they're not your besties there are going to be people that you'll be happy that you gave a chance to say hi to, you know what I mean? Like it's whatever. So that's my second piece of advice. My third piece of advice is so random, but it's by an over the door hook. Like this is so niche, but like, you know, those plastic or, or metal over the door hooks. My freshman year dorm was one of the older ones at the time. Um, I think they're now getting renovated or something, but at the time it was like ancient and they didn't have, like, for the showers, there was no hook on the inside of the shower. I know that's so odd. You're kind of like, why? Like, there's hooks on the outsides of the showers, but none of them were on the inside. And personally, I like to have, like, my stuff with me when I'm, like, showering. So, for some reason, this tiny little, like, over-the-door hook, it didn't even fit over some of the door. There was too, like, like, the doors were too skinny. It was too big of a hook, and it slid all around. It became the most pivotal thing that I ever accidentally brought to school I literally I think I got it because it was an extra piece of something that didn't fit or whatever like my dad left it it literally became my lifeline so I that's my biggest piece of advice is just get an over-the-door hook even if you don't use it in the bathroom you'll probably use it in your closet you'll use it literally uh, attach it to like the side of your bed I've seen girls do that I don't know for some reason that's like always the top priority for me I'm like get an over-the-door hook sorry I'm cracking out again my voice is dying but for that I would just say get an over-the-door hook it's just trust me on that one um you'll need it um my next piece of advice is everyone says it but go to the involvement fair once again I'll keep repeating myself because you probably won't believe me but it feels stupid in the moment you're at this big fair it's giving pitch perfect energy when like she Becca walks to the fair with her headphones on she hates her life and all these people are yelling at her whatever it's promise you, like, even if your school has, like, the involvement fair, whatever they call it, even if it's, like, really tiny, you'll end up meeting somebody, you'll talk to somebody, even if you're talking to somebody, like, that's walking along, like, with you, and you both are like, ooh, this is dumb, like, I don't know what I'm doing here, like, you'll end up having a conversation, <coughs> ooh, and if you don't, sorry, I was crusty, if you don't, that's also fine, but my mentality was, like, go to the involvement fair, sign up for as much as you can, because all the like tables. I know this is how Penn State does it. I'm sure this is how most schools will do it, but like all the little booths, it kind of looks like science fair projects. Like they have those like trifold uh, displays behind them. There's always a representative from each club or like whatever team is there. Um, and they'll all try to talk to you and you'll have like little email sign up lists or like a, sometimes we'll have like physical paper that you write down your contact for. 
you'll get a bunch of emails from anything you sign up for. I signed up for literally anything that seemed remotely interesting. Even if I knew I like wasn't gonna pursue it, I was like, you know what? This like I could maybe get behind that. Like, sure, maybe maybe I could be interested in that. I signed up for it, and you can unsubscribe from any of the emails. You can just you know you can you don't have to be like set on this forever, but that's literally how I found my best friends, my favorite activities, my favorite clubs. That's how I found them at the Evolvement Fair. Um, if you're interested in Greek life, I know a lot of schools do separate Greek life fairs. My school did one of those. I'll also go to that. Um, that one's a little... Oh, sorry, I'm serious taking off my, my thunder. Um, obviously, those are a little bit more overwhelming than just like a... For me, at least, I guess. like They're smaller than the big general overall fair. Penn State's general involvement fair is huge. Like, don't get me wrong, it's pretty overwhelming, but, like, it's very organized by flags. Like, you'll see everything, like, labeled out for you. But I know Greek life can be kind of overwhelming, especially if, like, you're not really sure if you want to join. I'd still just go to them. I was the kind of person that didn't know if I wanted to join Greek life. None of my family had done it besides, like, my dad, but for sorority, like, that didn't really count in my brain. Um, and I, like, wasn't, like, the most bold person. I was pretty shy. Um back in the day but I still went and I still talked to some girls you obviously like that's not where you're making your decision or that's when you're rushing but it at least give you like a sort of an idea of just like seeing what chapters there are or just like just seeing people around that represent those people um even though you think it might not make any sense especially if you're unsure just go I promise like just I know I know it might be a lot but just just go and see it I think it'll help your process I don't know at least it did for me so the next piece of advice is to get your annoying classes out of the way i feel like the last thing you want at least for me the last thing i wanted was to be a senior last semester and still have like awful annoying classes that everyone has to take every school has obviously different curriculums but most colleges they'll all require you to take a certain amount of gen eds your general education courses that no matter what major you are you have to take a certain amount of them so like my school you had a certain amount of like math classes you have to take a certain amount of humanities like every major has to take you have options within those credits that like each class is considered a certain amount of credits so you can go like up to like I think five or six credits I don't really know how high they can go but the credit system is just based on the class so you can take classes um with those credits but just get the general like the classes that I'm sure there'll be one in your school they said everyone's like oh that class like oh get that out of the way for us, there was like English 15 and English 202. There were two English classes that everyone had to take. And there was one like public speaking course that everyone had to take. Um, my huge piece of advice is just get that over with as soon as you can. Obviously, some classes are only open to seniors. Some are only open to freshmen, something like that. But just get them out of the way so that they're not lingering over your head by the time you're a senior. And like all you want to do is be done. Like you don't want to have to worry about, oh, I still have this required class done. So like, obviously don't once again everything in moderation like don't kill yourself with work like don't don't try to overdo everything um you don't want to take too many credits in one semester then you'll never have free time but just try your best to like even if it's just like one class a semester there's only like there'll probably be only like three or four classes at the entire universe will be like ugh, those classes and some people might even like them you know like that's just my general opinion um about that so just try to get them done um, earlier, I'd say like first semester of your, like each year is obviously two semesters. So I'd say the first semester of each year, try to get out of the way one of those classes. Um, anyways, 
my next piece of advice is find your study spot. So um, going on the, the class theme spot, uh, you'll figure this out naturally. This this thing like happens, all of this happens very naturally um, besides like scheduling, obviously that's very unnatural. But finding your study spot was huge for me. There were certain places in our campus that were closer to where I lived than others, obviously, duh, Mary, like, hello. Um, like my uh, underclassmen years, my upperclassmen years, I had different study spots based on where I lived just because my friends and I kind of like did that as our fun, like midweek. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but in college, like getting, doing homework with your friends is fun. I, I don't know, it's really hard to explain to a high schooler or anyone that hasn't been in college. I don't know how to like describe it, but for me, I always enjoyed spending time with my friends. Like, oh, like, let's go to the library. Oh, let's go. Our student union building was called The Hub. Let's go to, like, the union building and, like, do work together. For some reason, like, no matter how much work you did or didn't get done, like, it was always a fun time. So if your friends ask you to go study with them, also one of, the, one of those, uh, go for the vibes. But um, find your study spot. There's going to be places in, in your campus that are harder to study in for you than others. If you like to study with noise around you. I, that was always kind of me. I like to study in public, like, which is weird. I don't know why. A lot of my whole family likes to study in silence. If you like to study in silence, most of the libraries, um, that I know of, at least on college campuses, the higher up you go in the libraries, the quieter it gets. So you can, if you want to like total silence, you can go on the top floor of your library or obviously you can like go in your room, check your door sort of thing. Um, but for me, I really like to study like kind of like a natural, not like super loud, but a natural sound so I'd go to coffee shops or union building uh library not as much but I'd still go to like the coffee shop in the library so just kind of find a place that for it'll also depend a lot on where your classes are because most of the time you go to study if they're in between classes or they're in between activities that you're involved in so it's a lot of it's like necessity of and like uh proximity it's it'll be dependent on what's convenient for you um but just kind of find some spots even if it's not like your favorite place in the world you don't have to like get married there but like it's just somewhere that you know is reliable that you like to study and you work well in so you'll find that through once again like osmosis basically but just try to find a study spot outside of your room because then it also once again gets you out there going for the vibes you know what I mean I feel like a life coach right now um okay next I'm trying to think of these off the top of my head because literally I, I am driving so I'm <laughs> sorry for the pauses um what was my next one? Oh yeah ask your advisor for your credit plan. This is huge. No one really talks about this, but this helped me so much. It really helped that my advisor was literally sent from God. Olivia, shout out if uh, you're listening. Um, my advisor was actually an angel. She saved my life every single semester. Um, and she knows it for sure, but I will gloat about her all day, every day. Anyways, a lot of students try to figure out their schedules by themselves because like every college um like every major will kind of give you like a general basic guideline of like you need these classes to graduate sort of thing and most of those will be like you can find them online or like on your college's website or whatever um but even then i found that it's for me it was impossible to like figure out like if this was the right class to take this semester, if this is the right class to take that semester. So I would literally go into my advisor. It helped that my advisor was actually like, she was my college of communications advisor, but she was also a film production, like special uh, advisor as well. So it kind of helped that my advisor was two in one for me. But if you don't have um, a, like a major specific advisor, most freshmen don't, I just lucked out. 
um, you're going to go to your college and just kind of like, obviously, like you can't claim a major. Most colleges don't let you claim a major until at least the end of the first year, second year. But I would ask somebody that is major specific, if possible, if not, if you're just like, you know, a freshman year, if, if you're not allowed to talk to them, like, I don't know why you wouldn't be, but if you go to your general college advising, most of them will obviously like, that's their job to work with freshmen. Like, they'll, they'll help you figure it out. But, um, if you could specifically ask for like the major you're intending to be in, even if you're undecided, just like go to somebody that specializes in undecided advising, if that makes any sense, if it's possible, if it's not possible, any advisor will work. But I went every semester to my advisor, literally open arms, freaking tears down my cheeks. Just kidding. That was a joke. But like, I was like, help me, like, let me, give me a list of like how many credits I need of each course this semester. And she'd be like, okay, you need like four credits of humanities. You need three credits of like, ah, I don't know, whatever. But like, (coughs) once again, I'm choking. For someone who has like a dry cough right now, like talking all this much, really good bearing, good idea. Anyways, I would ask her to make me a list of how many credits required I needed each semester. And then from there, she'd be like, go find classes that meet these criteria so, like, you, she's literally going to give you, like, a written-out list of, like, general education classes, general, uh, not general education, sorry, general arts classes, general humanities classes. You need three of these. You need two of those. You need one of, uh, of an elective. And then you go on your, like, search engine or however your, your school does, like, the online. It's usually a website of choosing your classes. And you go and find ones that you like. And then I'd, like, email back her, like, my, my mock schedule. I usually make two schedules because, once again, as a freshman, it's hard sometimes to get classes. It's like a lot of the times you need backup plans. That's another good piece of advice. Like have two schedules ready. Um, I'd make. I'd literally just write them out in an email. I'd be like, I want to take this class, this class, this class, and then I said, here's my backup plan. And I'd be like, does this work? Does this make sense? And then she'd tell me yes or no. And she could even sometimes tell me if the class is already full or not. Um, if you can't get classes, too, don't freak out. You obviously have four years to get them, and every year it gets easier and easier to get classes because you're, you know, like, obviously upperclassmen usually schedule first. I don't know if that's obvious or if that's how all schools do it, but that's how my school did it. Um, but that was extremely helpful for me. Um, once again, if you don't get a course, don't freak out about it. Uh, oftentimes, most people can't get in the same course. You'll have time, um, and there's always options to take it at another time, so there's that. And then I had one more piece of advice, and I'm genuinely trying to figure out what it was. I feel like I need the Jeopardy theme song music right now. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. So, my last piece of advice, once again, a lot of, to all of this will happen through just naturally being human and being outside of your door and just, like, seeing people. But I think it's important to befriend at least one upperclassman so, like, this could be literally, in my mind, this could be anyone that's not a freshman. Just anyone that's a year or at least, or up. Obviously, most people don't consider sophomores upperclassmen, but you know what I mean. Anyone that's not a freshman, just get one person that you could befriend. Not even, like, even if you're not close, just somebody that you could text if you needed, like, help or if you needed some advice on, they've done it before you. So just at least one person and at least one kid in your major. This was super, super helpful for me. I did have a smaller major, so that could have contributed to it. But for me, all the kids that I went through my major with, like most of them I've known since freshman year because we've all taken the same classes together. A lot of the times 
if you're in a huge major, like, yes, you're not going to know every single kid in your major. That's not what I mean. I didn't know every single kid in my major, but like, if you have at least one person that once again, you can text that's contact that if you missed class or if you like, you know, you just someone to contact that's also in the same boat as you, it's really helpful. It's super, super helpful just to have as a contact. I kind of did this weird, like self system, um, especially in my underclassmen years when I had a class, I would literally be the weird girl. Like this is, this is weird, but like whatever I would like tap the person next to me on the shoulder and be like, hi, like, like I literally know if I knew no one in the class, obviously if you know someone in the class, don't be weird. And like, I mean, you can talk to strangers, but like, you know, this is all in moderation. I'm going to keep repeating that. I don't want you to be like, Oh, Mary told me to be a weirdo. Like, no, please. No. But uh, if I knew no one in the class, I would literally just be like, hey, like, I absolutely know no one in this class, and this is weird, but, like, do you want to, like, exchange numbers as a contact in case one of us misses classes and we can get the homework or something like that? Um, and literally, I have, that's a 100% success rate. I have never not had somebody be like, ew, I'm not, unless they dropped the class, which still, in my experience, has never happened. Um, I still keep in contact with the people that I was like, hey, <laughs> even if you're awkward and weird, you can get it done, all right, just get their contact, or even, like, their email, their freaking, get their names, you can, like, canvas them, canvas was our, uh, sorry, that's not universal, that was our, like, uh, um, online grading system, but, like, just get their names, so you can have, like, a contact of somebody that you might know in the class, just so that if you, I promise it'll be useful if you miss, or if you're confused, and, like, you don't, you know, want to go to the teacher or whatever, it's helpful, okay? I also know that a ton of people say to, like, introduce yourself to the teacher, which I used to do a lot. I used to do that a lot. Um, definitely for those in your major, like, uh, teachers in your major, like, you're going to get to know them regardless. But I would still say it's better off to do it than not. Like, is it 100% necessary all the time? I don't know. Um, but it's never, it'll never hurt you, you know, just like, even if your class is huge, like I had some classes that were like 800 people, um, but they might not even remember you. Like a lot of people get assigned, like you'll get assigned a, a grad assistant or just like a student, um, what are they called? An LA, not a lab assistant. I can't think of it. Like a teaching, a TA. Oh my God. Hello. Okay. A TA, um, you'll get assigned somebody that'll grade your papers and stuff that oftentimes isn't even the professor. But just, like, going up and, like, you don't even have to shake their hand. You can just say hi. Most of the time they'll ask you to shake their hand. Like, they'll extend their hand or whatever. But just saying hi, I'm in your class, I'm blah, blah, blah. Um, if you don't want to do it in person, I usually, like, would email the teachers. Especially, like, as I got older, I was kind of like, all right, like, I got this college thing down. I'm just going to email them and introduce myself. It never hurts. It really never hurts. Especially if you want, you know, to make a connection with them somehow. If it's a giant class, once again, like, it might just help make you feel a little more comfortable. Um, my parents would always tell me to sit in the very front of the class. I was nervous as hell for school, and I still get kind of, like, nervous sometimes for, like, really, like, big classes to sit in the front. Like, that, for some reason, I don't know what that is. For me, for some reason, I was never that kid. I would never sit, like, front center. Like, for me, that was just too much. I was like, I feel like I'm on a stage right now. Like, that's a lot of attention. I don't know. I always sat in the back, and I was always fine. Like, I was always fine. Just pay attention. You'll be totally fine. I know a bunch of adults, um, especially those who are not millennials, but the boomers, maybe. I don't know. A lot of them will ask you to sit in the front, sit in the front, don't sit in the back. You'll never get, you know, anywhere there. I always sat in the back, and I was totally fine. 
So don't stress about that. Just if you want to introduce yourself, do it. If not, it's not the end of the world, I promise. You'll be totally fine. So those are my pieces of advice. Wow, I talked for like way longer than I thought. But I'm almost at school, so I guess I'll cap it here. But thanks so much for tuning in. If you don't follow me on Instagram or any media, I have like 7,000 medias. You should. I'm Mary B. Films on basically everything. Website, blog, YouTube, Instagram, and I'll give you a follow back. So thanks so much for tuning in. I literally never know how to close either. The cold open and close freak me out. I'm like, okay, but So uh, it's very raw, very real. <laughs> You're getting all of me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop this now. Bye!